Greetings, Earthlings. Today, This American Dice brings to you the exciting tale of David Viegas's Everyone is John. Listen as we see aliens attempt to communicate with your primitive Earth world in the only way they know how, by jumping into the brain of a strange man and trying to control him while trying to control their own impulses and figure out what the heck it is supposed to be about on this weird little blue marble. Please enjoy as This American Dice presents... Everyone is John. We see a shot of the stars, a galaxy somewhere off in the distance. We pan down to Earth, and lo and behold, we see a silhouette of an alien spacecraft that comes into view. We see an alien leader say to you, We have found you the perfect specimen. You must go down and take over the, his body to influence... The humans. You have your orders. Now, as you know, one of you cannot do this alone. It requires the mind power of five of you to enter one human and control its body. But you only have a brief time in which you must accomplish your goals. Go, make haste. Human? How many holes do humans have? Oh, buddy, you're going to find out. Human, I heart. Hold on. You told me that this would be a one-way communication. They can respond. Oh, now he doesn't respond. Bleep bloop. Am I right, guys? Bleep bloop. Bleep bloop, as they uh -huh. say. So, that's the deal. With that, we see in a dark room... Bleep bloop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We see in a dark room a shape under some plastic sheeting rise up jerkily. Remove the plastic sheeting from itself. That shape has a little piece of paper attached to one of its appendages, and that paper says, John Doe. And we zoom into the eye of John Doe, and we see the silhouettes of our five players. We've got, introduce yourselves. I'm John. John. What, John. What, what, are your, what, are your, what are your human names? I have fancied myself a Carl. Alex. 
about today, John? I'm John playing David. I'm John Johns. Kate. All right. We all decided to do it in a different format. Excellent. And Lee said his name. Not at all. He said John Johns. All right. And I'm Austin. And I'll be um, herding these cats and kittens out here. Which of the humans' holes do we enter through? Um, I already... call the, the strongest hole. I already asked first. I want I want the mouth hole. If they, if they use, do they have a mouth hole? That is a powerful like hole. we do. So <laughs> we're... We're playing everyone is John, and everyone is John normally has different kind of competing personalities or consciousnesses inside this person John's body. Uh, instead, you guys are going to be doing the same thing, but you're essentially aliens who have taken control of a corpse, and you are collectively piloting this corpse around. It's basically like a pervier version of that movie Inside Out. I was thinking Weekend at John's. Someone, a, a kind of a joke that I have is Pixar decided what if toys have emotions, then what if cars have emotions, then what if planes have emotions, then what if emotions have emotions? Then another company said, what if representations of emotions have emotions? So, uh, anyway, what are. Makes me know. sad. There you go. Um, but. The way this game works is you'll each periodically will periodically bid for control of John. And then in that case, you'll become kind of the driver of John, the one doing stuff, talking for John, deciding what John does. And when you're doing things at which John can possibly and often likely fail, you'll be making the rolls. Whenever somebody fails a roll, um, or if uh, there's a long period of time where things are boring, or if John gets hurt, then there's another bid for control of John. All right. Um, all of you are going to start with, we're just going to go with the standard 10 points for t uh, 10, 10, uh, 10 quasars. So we'll all be in, have 10 quasar points. And uh, when you're bidding, you'll bid your 10 quas, you'll bid a certain number of quasar points and um, whoever ha bids the highest amount gets control of John. But you'll bid in secret. And so that's why I said you guys will be able will need to be able to text me so you can text your bid. But, uh, I mean, that's probably the easiest way to do it. If we were doing it in person, we'd have tokens, and so you'd hold them in your hand, and you would just hold those out. Um, everybody's on video. So that could work if everybody has like little token representation. Why don't, why don't we just use fingers? You like hold your hand out, and then uh, when you reveal, you like show how many fingers. I mean, that can work, uh, but I thought if you guys texted me, then that could be the situation of kind of like double checking your work. I don't know how much you guys trust one another. One person said 11 points that they bid, so already we're starting to have a problem. And everyone's named John on this, so I don't know who even did it. <laughs> I'm going to need your number, Austin. You don't have my number? I don't have your number. Okay. I This was Austin's endgame. Just 
Yeah, <laughs> Carl. Sorry, this is just my attempt to uh, give Kate my number. Smooth. It's commendable. I know. Very smooth. I did it in a real subtle way. <laughs> also, right. the session is over. Goodbye. <laughs> I will do the text messaging, Austin, if you respond to my text. Finally. I don't have your number. Or do I? Oh, no. It would be under your last name. I don't have your number. Oh, weird. Sure. Let me put it in a little typo thing here. Um, so, so are the number of tokens we have, uh, supposed to be public knowledge? Um, no, they're not, but you can figure it out based on how you spend them. So if you win a bid, you lose those tokens. If you lose the bid, you hold on to your tokens. So if David bids three and everybody else bids only two. David loses three. Everybody else keeps their two. Um, the other thing that you can use those tokens for, those quasars, is to help you when you have to roll dice. So, when you... Uh, whenever you do something where things could go wrong... One of the problems that you have is you guys are aliens and you're inside a human body and you don't, you're not the best with controlling a human body. You're literally the first uh, aliens who have ever done this. And you're trying to figure out how to do it as you're doing it. You're building the plane in the air. And uh, for the most part, you're really bad at most things because you're not used to being a human. So you have to roll a six-sided die. And in order to succeed at those things, you have to get a six. So you have terrible chances of doing the vast majority of things. Dot, dot, dot. Unless they relate to your, one of your two skills, which I will tell you about in just a little bit. Or um, you can spend some of your tokens, your quasars, in order to increase your role. So if you're like, oh, this is really important. I'll spend some of my tokens and then just like increase the result of my roll. So that's an option. And the game, of course, ends when everyone has spent all of their quasars. What happens? Oops. What happens when the first person loses their quasars? Uh, you just can't get John anymore. Yeah, I mean, it also tells me to ratchet things up and push you guys to end things. So maybe actually I should start, I, I will start wrapping things up when the first person loses all of their quasars and everybody else, it should become a mad dash to just absolutely rip through yours. That's probably the better plan, especially based on some advice that I got from two gentlemen uh, in the last episode of This American Dies. Is there a limit to how much you can bid on any one thing? I mean, you, you will start with 10. So ten, got it. Yeah, and then once you don't have it's ten, it's a real short game, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be one of my Jenga games. <laughs> <laughs> where you where you jizz on the Jenga blocks? Lee's um, famous Jenga game. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, um, oh, wait, I think you're gonna describe skills or something, right? Yeah, skills are some general things that you are better at. 
So when you're rolling, um, when you're doing a thing at which you might fail, you roll one die. If you get a six, you succeed. If you get anything less than that, you fail. If you have a skill in that thing, what is it? You have to roll a, is it a three or higher? I think so. Or is it above a three? I want to say three or higher. Let me look. Wait, if you don't have a skill in it? If you do have a skill in it. If you do have a skill in it. uh, Three or higher. Three or higher, yeah. Mm -hmm. So then in that case, it's still possible for you to fail, but you will be statistically likely to succeed. Because you are skilled at that thing. Now, your skills will be chosen at random. I have a list of skills, and you'll you'll get those. Um, you will also have some obsessions, and I'm going to call them instead goals. You'll have two small goals and one big goal. I'm sorry. You'll, you'll have a small goal and a big goal. You'll have two skills, a small goal and a big goal. And every time you complete the small goal, you get one goal point. Every time you complete one of the big ones, you get three goal points. The big ones are often very difficult. So, um, but that will help determine not only when the game ends, when the game ends, but also like who has kind of won and who gets the narrative control at the end of the game to tell us kind of how things play out. Yes, yes, yes. Meow, meow, meow. Any more questions? <laughs> Are you going to assign us our goals? Or, uh, yeah, our goals? I, in, in a moment. Any other questions? What does John look like? Um, ooh, we, we, can, we can come up with that. We'll, we'll go through a, a list of things in a little bit. Uh, based on how our games go, he will definitely look like John Goodman. Because John Goodman, I think, has appeared in every single game, including, David, the last episode of Scale and Shadow, where you were like, hey, the bartender looks like John yep. Goodman or whatever. I, was like, I know that, too. <laughs> I feel every innkeeper, I just have John Goodman. I always thought it was Dan Goodman because of the character he played on Roseanne. I did not like John Goodman because of that character. He, like... I I did not like that show and his character bothered me like I felt he I felt he came off as almost abusive at times in that show and so that bothered me and it it made me dislike John Goodman for a while I didn't even know who he was until the Cloverfield movie and now I always just think of him as like this terrifying presence oh really interesting I know I was living under a rock I've never I've never seen that movie so I didn't even know he was in it Oh, it's he's so the good. monster, right? Well, if, uh, if you think he's abusive in Roseanne, then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like it. Okay. He, he was not. I just viewed him as that. But maybe he was. I also barely remember the show. I remember Sandra Bernhardt was in it. And my weird... Uh, <laughs> my weird issues with Sandra Bernhardt. All right. Anything else? Okay. Um, your goal, your your goals are going to be secret because you want to meet your goals, 
you don't necessarily want your you do not want your uh, the other voices in John's head, the other aliens controlling John to uh, meet their goals. Do you guys think the skills should also be secretive? No. You're, I agree. I, I agree with that actually. In retrospect, because there's going to be roles, and so you'll know. Like, I got a, I got a four. Well, you succeed. Well, it was a. Anyway, all right, Carl. Give me a number between one between one and nine. Four. Four. All right, Carl. Fighting. Nice. Kate, give me a number between one and eight. 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 Navigation. I just realized you have the same first initial and the same second letter of your name. No, you don't. K. You don't spell your name C-A-T-E. All right. Alex, give me a number between one and seven. Six. Six? Oh, shit. Um, nope, let's... seven. You're right. One and seven. Let's, let's do seven. Seven. Engineering. David, give me a number between one and six. One. Driving. Your favorite one. Uh, Lee, give me a number between one and five. One. Computers. Carl, give me a number between one and four. Two. Animals. Kate, Why give me a number between one and three. Two. Medicine. Alex, give me a number between... Did I have the wrong number of things here? Alex, oh, give me a oh. number between... I think I do have the wrong number. Between one and two. One. Mechanics. Should well, I pick between good. one and Those one? Those are like the same thing, <laughs> engineering and mechanics. Uh, if you're trying to get a car to work, I wouldn't imagine it's engineering necessarily, but... Well, you want to switch with me? I'll give you one of mine. There you go. What do you uh, do? You want animals or fighting? <laughs> I'll, I'll let you choose. Uh, All right, I'll keep. I'll keep fighting. You can have animals. All right, I'll take animals. You can take mechanics. So All you right. now have engineering and animals. Yeah. All right, David. You get all. You get demolitions. And Lee. You get chemistry. Damn. It's hoping for being a wild card. <laughs> All of the other skills. Yeah. That, that was one of the reasons I was like, I'll come up with a list. So that the list isn't like, uh, what are you good at? Being lucky, doing cool stuff, being awesome. Um, alrighty. Oh, who could that be? Uh, okay. So then, the next thing. Alright. Now we gotta have our goals. This is where the text messaging is gonna come into place. I have to save Kate's number. Secret plan the whole time. <laughs> I could have sworn I had your number, but I guess I did not. 
Um, okay. Carl, could you... We got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, that works out. Carl, could you text me a number between one and five? All right. Oh, man, Kate, I spelled your last name wrong. I spelled it Hogfman. All right. All righty. So are you also supplying us with our obsessions? Yes. So instead of the obsessions, I'm just going to call them goals. All right. I really want to know what everyone, what, what your obsession was going to be. Before you realized it was going to be assigned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can just tell me the number and then I'll, I'll text you the thing. So three, one, two, three. Carl, what was yours going to be? I didn't have one. Kate came up with some, but I didn't. Kate? I had three. I had throw himself downstairs, <laughs> break things with his head, <laughs> and attempt to perform fellatio on anything. Animal, <laughs> human, object. That's really good. That's that really good. All right. Mine was, um, I was going to try to get... Um, a government official to sign my charter for the Empire of John and get the the key to the city. That was like the two things that he wanted to do. How about you, DJ? Mine was to move into a an old milling warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Or you just gave you just gave up that one, huh? He's just Josh and more like John and Aha. All right, Kate. Could you give me a number between uh, one and four? Three. Three. Someone has to break something with their head in the game. <laughs> Just to throw everyone else off to see if they think that's your obsession. That can also work. <laughs> Alex. Other people will start getting a helmet or something for them. Give me, give me a, a number between one and... Uh, three. Uh, three. Three. Yours actually kind of work together. All right, uh, David, give me a number between one and two. Uh, two. Two. All right, and Lee, you get our last one. This is going to be my favorite part of the podcast. The silent t texting? <laughs> yeah. I have now sent you all of your goals. Here is the deal. While you guys are aliens... Um, this project, maybe, maybe we are not so different, we humans and you, um, this project is, uh, a, a project among many different groups within your alien society or leaders within your alien society, or maybe all of you just have particularly strong feelings and goals of your own. We, we don't know. We'll build up that alien society as we go and what its deal is. Each of you have different goals for what the game plan is to do on this planet. So, um, while you have been told uh, this is a mission to explore the human world, all of you have a small goal and a big goal. Every time you complete your small goal, you'll get a goal point. Every time you complete your big goal, you'll get three goal points. Um, the big goals are pretty tough to do. The small goals could be kind of easy. You can also lose points with it. So if the if the thing is like, I 
am supposed to get all the candy and you get a bunch of candy and then you lose a bunch of candy, then you could lose those points. So if you're like, the candy fell out of my pockets when a bully punched me in the dick. Like that kind of thing can happen. Um, similarly, you can only get one of those per kind of scene. So if we go to the movie theater and you're like, I go behind the counter and I get the candy. Okay. And then you're like, all right, while they're talking, I get more candy. You don't get additional things. Uh, you're we're at the movie theater. You're getting the you got the candy. All right, you're good. So again, we see uh, John's body bolt upright. We only know that it's John because we see a tag on John's toe that says John Doe. You are all John. Carl, give me one element of John's physical description. John is never seen without his beanie. Like it was part of his will. Even he's gonna be buried in it even. He still has it on, even on the slab. Alright, so he's got a beanie on. He's a fucking South Park character. Kate, give me a, an element of John's physical appearance. He has strangely small hands. John has tiny little baby grabbers. Alex, give us an element of John's physical description. But he's got big arms. He's he's got he's he's got meaty meaty limbs. But no, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it open for interpretation. Big meat arms. Yeah. Uh, David, uh what do you what's something about John's uh physical description that we notice? A well-groomed soul patch right he's here. He's got a he's got a soul patch. And it's very well-groomed. It is a perfect triangle. It's like when Bender turns into uh, his I forget the name of his evil twin or whatever it is Flexo Flexo or it's just the soul patch and that's the only difference alright and Lee finally what's the physical uh, element of John's appearance uh, he has a peg leg he has one leg alright sealing it in alright I'm gonna also say <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. John weighs 700 pounds. John is now, uh, start rattling off things to really just fuck you. Um, yeah. So we see John sit up on this slab and that's where we are indeed. Um, we, as the audience look around and we can see that John is in a cold room full of shelves and other tables covered in some plastic tarps. But you guys, as uh, aliens, or aliens, as I'll call you, uh, now see what John sees. This is the first look that you're getting of Earth as someone piloting it. a body. So you see this through John's eyes. You, of course, do the stereotypical. You look at your hands, then you turn them over and you look at them from the other side. Then you do that again. Wow, they sure look normal size. Mm -hmm. They they look normal size to you, but again, you guys have no frame of reference. Yeah, your your idea of humans, you're like, is this how all human hands look? You don't know. Wait, wasn't John's whole thing that he had small hands? Yes, but again, you as aliens don't know that. Oh, I see. You'll Penis have to like really study too. it. It might be you don't know. We never established that John had a penis. I asked you guys about physical features. No one talked about his dick. Oh, when I said peg leg, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. So yeah, so he has 
He has a an old whalebone. He was <laughs> Captain Ahabing. He has a whalebone uh, prosthetic ding dong. And you guys can speak to one another. Even when someone else is controlling John, you guys are all piloting John. You're just not the main pilot in charge at the time. So you can still speak and talk. Um, I'm not going to be speaking as John because John is dead. You're piloting a corpse around, basically. You're weakened at Bernie-zing him. Um, but you guys can speak whenever. But I'm just going to kick this right in the right in the peg dick. Uh, who wants to control John? Uh, I assume some of you do. Well, guys, as captain of John, I think I speak for all the Johns here when I say, you know, I'll take control and then see what's going on here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought I was John. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on here. I'm pretty sure I'm John. Yeah, we're John, but I'm Captain John. Um, oh, I'm just John. So, yes. I'm hearing a chorus of voices in my head right now. Um, you will quiet down. If you're John and I'm John, then doesn't that make me Captain John? You can be Captain John. Oh, that's right. Transitive property, I think. Yeah, that one. We are Captain John. Is this our John? Well, on the note of our John. I miss being part of a hive mind singularity. This is difficult. This was... I will say, we don't know much about your society, but we can probably assume, since you have different goals, that you're probably not part of a hive mind singularity. I thought I was. Oh, God. Turns out I was mistaken. Turns out I was John. I need to rethink a lot of things. Hive mind singularity is just the singular time you tried to fuck a beehive. Well, yeah. He identifies that individually went. as a hive mind singularity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that... That was Luke. That was when we were all Luke, and he got stung to death. <laughs> I, I actually do like the idea that you guys have maybe done this before. <laughs> yeah, we're the crack team. We're the elites. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, Carl, at some point earlier, you were like, Austin, I don't chew a bunch of food while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> and you've done it several Foiled again. Always it's impossible to know when, it, when it's going to happen. <laughs> when you're going to eat? You control that. It's not everyone's right. fucking Carl. God damn it. Yeah, so it's all we need is everyone to be Carl. If everyone was Carl. If everyone was Carl, I wouldn't have had to create this ruse to get Kate's number, Carl. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so Alright, let's let's do a bid. So you guys each have your ten what I've been calling them quasars, your ten points. They're the points that you use to bid for control of John. Now, normally, you would have little tokens, like I said, in your hand, and we'd put them out, and you'd be like, ha-ha, I bid three. And another person would be like, fool, I made you bid three. I bid zero. <laughs> that kind of a thing. So, you can just, if we trust this bunch of Johns, you can just go like, one, two, three, ha-ha! Or you guys can all just text me how many of your points you're bidding. Uh, I think I'm about two seconds delayed, so that might be um, bad if I'm doing it. Okay, so then 
bad if you're doing it not via texting. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah. So let's do let's do the old tech textatronic um, information uh, and. All right. Some of you guys have had goofy answer, goofy responses to this. This is one of those things where, as the waiter, I have to say, "Sir, you can't joke about the temperature of the meat. You have to tell me what temperature at which you want it cooked." Purple. Sir, we have to, in that case, serve you tempeh. All right. Well, given the whole number value that we I've been sent. Carl, you are in control of John. That's John to you. That's John to you, motherfucker. Captain John to some. Right, so you now control John. You know what you're good at. You know what your goals are. We gotta meet those goals, but you look around and you see you're in a cold room. It's pretty dark in here. There's a lot of cabinets or like drawers. There's also some other tables covered in a similar plastic that you see over your own legs. Um... It is chilly in this room. You are also, with the exception of the plastic over your legs and the hat that you're wearing for some reason, uh, nude. So you see your own Beebus. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, you said you're it's dark in here. You're a lover, you're a child, and a mother. Go ahead. Sinner, saint. I could go on. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it's dark in here. Are there any light sources that I can see? There are lights, but they are um, they are they are few. There are some kind of, if you've ever been in an office where there's one light that stays on all the time as the emergency light, it's that situation where there's like one fluorescent light that is on in a room that normally would have like two dozen fluorescent lights. This is a dark world we've been put into, and if I'm going to navigate it properly, we're going to need light. So I take that light with me, and I exit the room. (laughs) Okay. So that light is in the ceiling, and That's... it's it's coming through some kind of weird, uh, scraggly. If you stand up on top of this bench type table that you were on, and the plastic falls away from you, and you see, uh, we we see that again. You are totally nude. We you can touch the top of where the light is, and luckily it was right above you, so you don't have to go some other place. And you touch it, and it's kind of there's like it's like a plastic and you realize like, oh, that's just this shell. And inside that, there's this tube that's lit up. Almost a lighted bulb, if you will. Yeah, I smash in there, grab the light, and exit the room. All right. Um... You can even see I'm fighting the ceiling for it. (laughs) Okay. Um... you You want to take this light. Or, you know, you could say that I leverage my mechanical aptitude. There the we go. Okay. Me. I was going to say, if you want to take if you want to take it. Okay. So, yeah. So, let's have you go ahead and do our first roll. So, Carl, could you roll 1d6? Now, this does relate to your mechanical aptitude. Although, you wouldn't hire a mechanic to fix a light. You would probably hire, you'd hire a fighter. But, right. Yeah. You'd hire I'm, I'm a that. Jean-Claude Van Damme would come in and kick the shit out of your lights and do splits. Have a hell of a butt. All right. I rolled a six. That's pretty good. All right, you're like, all right, I just have to grab it. You grab it, you turn it, and you're holding. At first, you're like, I have the light in my hand. And as soon as you turn it, it turns off, and you have this tube. It's incredibly light. Light as in the weight, not light as in the luminescence. 
All right, that's fine. I can recharge it once we get back to the mothership. I'm sure. I, I exit the room. All right. So you do wait, see a door. Wait, check those cabinets first. Oh, should I be checking these cabinets? Is there something <coughs> valuable in here? Come on, that's John 101. Do you remember that from the training? Uh, yeah, okay. also, don't leave your robes that they gave you here. But just those plastic robes. Pick those up and put them back All on. Right, you know, I can only do one thing at a time. I check one cabinet. Nice. All right, you check one Is there one a bottle of wine? <laughs> you, check, you check one cabinet. It's a bottle of wine, man. Things are getting sexy. The, the hi-fi turns on. It's Lionel Richie. Ooh, all night long. Yeah. Okay. I hold so, my light over it to see. Yeah, you hold your light over. Again, the light, unfortunately, does not illuminate anything. I just don't know uh, how to use it properly yet. It's fine. It's You've probably not figured it out just yet, or perhaps it does need to be recharged. But in one of the cabinets... Uh, hopefully not a bunch of bees. There may be bees in this, whatever those are. You pull one of the cabinets out, and it slides out a crazy distance, about as long as John is. Okay. Um, some Johns are longer than others. Ha, 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 Braveheart joke. Um, well, the attacking begins. Jesus. Um, the best part is his breath is really bad. <laughs> so he's not only biting me, but it smells stinky. So um, you pull that out, and there's more of the tarps that were over you. Okay. On something else. And I think there's even like a little light that comes on when you pull this out. Okay. Um, I so you have this like lump covered in the plastic sh type sheeting, the kind of semi-translucent sheeting that you had been covered in before. The robes, as Captain John put it, uh, or as he calls himself, Captain John. Uh, and you see this in there. What's What's the deal there, John? Does he, does this one also have the marker, like the tag on it? There, uh, well, w what do you mean? You just see this plastic sheeting over a over a. You said over that something. I woke up with a tag on one of my appendages. Yes, and maybe that is there if you remove this plastic sheeting. I oh, I, you do, I do that. that. I absolutely do that. Yes, there is indeed. So you All see right. another, you see another human form. I'm going to go ahead and say that you guys have known enough about humans to be able to recognize them. You see another naked human form, and um, this is a... Kate, give me one thing about this person's body. They have normal-sized hands. Their hands are... Nor You're their hands are a different size than yours. Yeah, I immediately they're noticed that, that like, the, the hands like power is so much greater than mine. Yeah, you put your hands just fit so perfectly into it, like they just fold into his palm. I spend yeah. a moment in the the cold embrace of of this person's hands with my hands. This completely yes. envelops you, David. I give me another secure. thing about this body. A very unkempt soul patch. Yeah, they have a soul patch that it it looks it looks like if a Fu Manchu went wrong, and it's just the 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 soul patch part of the Fu Manchu. I observe the superiority of my soul patch. All I'm right. going to take this who man's dog tags with me and exit the room. All right. So you you see that on uh, on one of their appendages far away from the soul patch there is indeed a uh, on the foot if you will. There is a little tag and you can take that with you. And that tag of course uh it would it be funnier if he doesn't know what it says? Can we if read? You guys don't if you guys don't know what it says, would it, would, will it be funnier if you can't read? Sounds like a, a roll to me. Let's say he can't read. Skill. Let's say this John can't read. 
Maybe one of the other Johns can. Okay. So yeah, so you're like, I got it. You don't you don't even try to read it. You're like, I can't read, no worry. Okay. So you've got that. There is a door. All right. Doors are a universal concept. Yes, doors are a universal concept. It was written there in the Old Testament. Uh, <laughs> doors. Here's a good question. So, are do we have our peg leg attached? Um, well, I heard the peg leg is, is some kind of prosthetic penis. Oh, then of course it's attached. Proceed. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, that is one of the things that you noticed about your anatomy compared to the other unkempt John's uh, anatomy. And you can tell that the tag on your toe is different from the tag on this other John's toe. It has different information on it. But also, aside from the hands being different, theirs are bigger than yours. Uh, they also have a strange uh, peg where the peg that you have is kind of made out of this, um, like a material that's not anything else like the rest of your body. Mm. The peg that this John has is made out of the same material. So an unupgraded peg. Mm -hmm. Just see how it tastes. Yeah, this looks like a factory original peg as opposed to like a properly upgraded peg. Pathetic. All right. I, the superior John, will collect this human's dog tags, place them with my own on the same appendage, and proceed. All right. So you have. So we now see John walking out with two dog, two toe tags. One that says John Doe, and then another that says another name, not John Doe, <laughs> and is walking out, totally nude, save for a beanie hat, like a South Park character. And did I hear you incorrectly? You're taking the plastic sheeting that you were... I'm taking the light. You're oh, you have a light bulb, a fluorescent mm -hmm. light bulb tube. And you get to the door. Mm -hmm. And indeed, from this side, you can open the door. I do that. All right. You, you wiggle with it for a second, press down, and push it open. The temperature is very different in this other side. It is much what some would describe as hotter. I don't care for it. Understandably. All right. In here, there is much more light. Okay. You enter into kind of a hallway, a narrow passage. On each side, there are some doors. Um, and uh, the flooring is the same type of flooring. Uh, you can see there's kind of a pattern of different colored little squares that you hadn't been able to notice inside because of the lack of lighting. Mm -hmm. Out here, it's kind of a, what some might describe as a, lightish yellow color on the walls and the top is a differently textured uh, white surface. Uh, you can also hear somewhat off in the distance, though not too far away, um, voices. Okay. They may be and speaking something um, in some, you assume human voices. Your, your human voice lessons have have gone fairly well, but it's uh, this distance. It's perhaps indistinct. All right. Are I have a hallway or another room. You're at, you, you're exiting. You're exiting the morgue and going into a hallway. Got it. Is there anything on the walls of the hallway? Hallway? Of course. It's not only a kind of yellowish color, but there are some squares that have images on them. Those oh. images include. The cat's doing something strange. Sailboats. Um, 
Those images include some form of watercraft. Another one includes some form of agrarian uh, agrarian process. Primitive. Get all of these. They're this species' currency. I think I've already found this species' currency, and I'm collecting them even as we speak. I have two already. No, that's offspring. Last you, time you... you thought that, John, you you decided honey was the currency, and we all know how that ended. I think we can all agree that when that pe people of all species love when their dog tags are returned, and I for once want to make a positive difference in this world. I'm going well, to approach the voices for their dog tags. I mean, we should at least hedge our bets and 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 try to pick up as much currency as we can. It's not going to hurt. Well, all right. So this, like I said, is a much better lit room. There are more of those uh, rectangular lights up in the ceiling. And uh, you can move forward to approach these uh, these voices. Can I understand what they're saying as I get closer? As you get closer, you hear um, two people talking. Or you hear two distinct human voices, and one is saying, Yeah, sure. I mean, I like watching the show because I think baking is really cool, and I enjoy it, but really I watch it to relax. So the actual competitive element of it to me is not really super important. So you don't have to worry about ruining it for me. And the other person says, oh, thank you. I'm so glad because I was, I was worried I was going to ruin it for you. Anyway, so the Scottish guy, they kick the Scottish guy off. And here's the deal. He's trying to make a custard and the custard will not stand up. And it's like watching. So we do roll when it gets boring, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So not now because this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. If you don't finish, I'm going to be so upset. Yeah. Are you not hard? Um, <laughs> all right i'm going to approach these people and say hello um i'm collecting dog tags please give me yours the two of them look at you and they just scream <laughs> they're like oh my god all right um, i make the screaming stuff perhaps you should say it louder match their voices Please give me your dog tags. I'm collecting dog tags. Oh my god! Oh my god! And one of them is like, uh, and one of them uh, fumbles with some form of device on this uh, table-like platform that they're uh, at which they are stationed, and is and is like is hitting buttons and controls, and is, is like, there's somebody who's like that kind of a thing. What do you do, Carl? I'm sorry, John. John takes the device. You take the device from them? Yeah. And while he does, he says, please, please, I just need your dog tags. All right. So taking this, I think this person wants to keep this so they can do whatever they were trying to do with it. All right. Uh, if they fight me, I, I beat them. Hmm. Is this a fight if he's yeah. just trying to seize this from a person by force? Uh, you tell me. I can easily be convinced of it. So far, I got one I person. I feel like it's going to get violent. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, what if it's not? Okay. They just I, fe I feel like this person is not any kind of, yeah, you're not at the, uh, th this isn't at like the Arkham Asylum where this person's going to fight you back for it. This person's cool. like, I was sitting at a desk at a morgue. Oh my God. All right, cool. 
then I'll, I will take so, the phone in some other way. I, I, so yeah, so go ahead and uh, make a roll for me. So you got to get a six for this, unless you want to spend. Nah. Two. Two. All right. So you. Uh, <laughs> I think you go to grab it and you just slap it out of their hand. In your attempt to grab it, you're like, oh, the old fine motor controls on John here aren't working so well. But he hasn't dropped his fluorescent light, so no, he's, he's still holding the John is still holding the fluorescent light. However, now John's and Carl, keep in mind that you've spent the number you spent earlier. I mean, you're oh yeah, that's right. It becomes it becomes uh, clear. He spent two. Um, everybody else, you can now we now bid for control of John. So you don't have to take control of John, you can say, I'm going to set this one out. You can also pretend you're going to, which, I mean, since you're texting me, it's a little bit less of a pretending situation. You can go like, a beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, and just be on, I don't know, bang bros or whatever. Beep bros. Beep bros. Bang beeps. Bang peeps is my favorite uh, website where people just fuck Easter candy. <laughs> You're jizzing all over my green plastic at grass. All right, any other bids? Going once. Going twice. Going chicken soup with rice. All right, more bids this time, and this time all of them whole numbers, but our winner is Lee with five quasars. All right, Lee, so you've spent five quasars. Kept you John. control John. All right. So you've just slapped this, John has just slapped this device out of this person's hand, and they're like, oh my God, one of the one of the people just runs away. They're running yeah. away and be, um, and like, oh my god, I thought is he was dead! Look at his the, pig! <laughs> is the other person still there? They're they're in their chair, like trying to back up, but they've hit the the other side of uh the station at which they have they are manning, and they're like, uh, oh jeez, oh boy, oh what what are you what are you do what are you doing what are you doing awake? They've turned into Jimmy Stewart. What are you doing awake, Mary? What? It's it's that's happened. Okay, first, I can do an about face, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna go collect all the currency from that other room. All right, so you're gonna go back into the into that other into the previous room. Into the hallway, and get ah, all those, the those pictures. Yes, there are those pictures of some kind of watercraft and some agrarian uh, displays. Yeah, that's key. Gonna need Del those. Delightful. Okay, so you have these. They're each probably like. Uh, maybe uh let's just say what's the big like tabloid size paper i don't know it's, it's like 11, by 11, by 11 by 14 or something like that it's yeah it's it's bigger paper it's it's big but okay. yeah it's not enormous okay i'm gonna get get those I'll, I'll take them out of their um you know frames and then i'll roll them up and i'll, I'll put them in my pocket okay so you're, you're gonna you should you're put gonna them in the tube that we're holding you're going to try to take these out of their frames? Yeah. Okay. Well, while Lee, 
you can do that pretty easily because you're okay. used to human frames. I'm, I'm not going to mess with it. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just carry them with me. Okay. So you've got these these things, and they're they're made of multiple components. There seem to be these hard things. There's this image. There's some kind of clear surface on the other side. But yeah, there's they're definitely made of multiple components that you're you're carrying these two around. Yeah. And when you go back to the area where those two people had been, those two yeah. humans had been, they are now gone. Both of them are gone. Got it. Are you still holding the light as well? Oh yeah, have you dropped the light or are you holding that as well? Yeah, you I just can. Fling, fling that aside. I don't I don't want that. <laughs> okay, you throw it in the ground, it shatters and it makes a weird gunk goomp noise when it bursts. I feel this negative point situation might be a detriment. It's going to come back around, man. It's going to come back around real fast. <laughs> yes, looking forward to that. Uh, okay, so um, in the room where they had the, the phone, uh, are there any computers? Um, there seem to be... Um, there seem to be devices that you could possibly think are computers. There's there's a squarish kind of image that is projecting a square that is moving and changing colors on it. Okay, I'm gonna. But this use could that. be this could be some kind of art moving artwork or a portal, or a portal of some kind. Right. Well, I'm gonna use my computer skill to manipulate that portal into contacting the human leadership of Earth. All right. So. I think you 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 sit down at it, and you're just gonna try to use this bad boy. Let's go ahead and uh, just to get you using this computer, give us a give us a computer roll. A four. You got a four. That does work. If you do, you, you have a computer skill. Yep. All right. So yes, yeah, so you are able to use this, but now you're gonna try to contact the human leadership of Earth. Mm -hmm. All right. This is where things could get trickier. You're like, all right, time to look up human leadership of Earth. And the list that comes up is like, it's like whitehouse.com, meatspin.gov, like all that kind of stuff. So you you get like a thing that's a Wikipedia article that says like, list of world leaders. Perfect. You're like, excellent. Send communication. You need to take this list with you. print uh all right so you've 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 got this list of world leaders um oh i can't use the computer to contact them what is this like a backwater planet with no technology of any kind of unupgraded penises yeah <laughs> please carl don't insult um you how should I, how should we do this so you're, are you looking through this trying to find a particular person? What if like he, um, like this activity, like has like the mayor on the case, like, oh, the leader of this town, like is aware there's a problem in the morgue or something like that. I mean, that sounds like a thing that could happen. I don't know if it would happen just yet. This is moments from, uh, John first emerging from the morgue. Yeah, I guess he'd just be trying to find any sort of means of contacting anyone who seems like they're in any position of authority. I mean, he succeeded and he's a advanced alien race, theoretically. Yes, but you guys are also like super unfamiliar with, in a hilarious comedic way, like human society. So, um, 
maybe like the funeral home director could show up. Like that's you, sort of a leader. You know, you know what we could do. Um, you made that computer roll to use that. Uh, the oh, I'll just tell you the leader that you can find who is like the closest to where. You... Hmm. Could also just be like a oh, there's a button here to like summon police or something like that. This is the morgue. What? What is? What is your? What is your immediate next goal? My. What do you mean? My current goal is to contact human leadership, and then right. after that is to tell them that I come in peace. Okay. So. Do you need to talk to someone like if uh, so, like if you're if you're looking through like world leaders and like not getting a hold of anybody, mm -hmm. uh, then you can maybe you. Uh, could you. Hmm, could you make another role for me to determine who you would most be able to contact like and actually get a hold of because you can send messages to people but they're not like communicating back to you the equivalent of like i'm sending an email rather than zeno's paradox this thing and have like you know a hundred roles for our for each step of the game can we right. just sort of like summarize like a, a goal and outcome and then i'll make the role for for that now that's what I, that's exactly what i'm trying to do with this is just that like so you my find... goal is to use a computer to contact someone in leadership. I've made the role to to use the computer, and now I'm going to make a role to successfully contact someone in leadership in yes. some form. Yep. Okay. You got it. So, but I don't think this is necessarily a computer role. I think this also relates to your ability to figure out who will contact, who will respond to you. Okay. Let's call it advanced human diplomacy. And I don't have that skill, so I will spend two points, and I'll make a role. Sure. So now you can get a four five or six and succeed. i got uh, a five all right so total of seven all right so you get um you're able to kind of like look through these things and figure out who won't respond to you and you realize the local office that will respond to you actually like on the phone as opposed to just giving you an automated message um is the mayor's office and you hear someone answer the phone and they're like buddy dyer's office Please join us next week for the next exciting installment of Everyone is John on This American Dice. Your cast included David as John, Alex as John, Lee as John, Carl as John, and introducing Kate as John. Music for this episode included Deep State by Vans in Japan. Everyone is John is a game by David Viegas. Please check it out and check This American Dice out every Thursday for long games and every Friday for short games like this one where aliens live in a guy's head. Like, rate, review, subscribe, the whole bunch of stuff that you humans do all the time with podcasts. And please come on back later. You can find Kate and her human music on Instagram at Kate Hoffman Music.
please join This American Dice next week. Or at least take us to your leader.